Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough, and returning ge- uh, guest and friend, we have Judge Greg from Enthusiacs.com, host of the Real Hero Talk podcast. How's everybody doing? Call him guest and friend. He's grin. grin. Yeah, I know. I almost like misspoke. Like, yeah, on the I, intro I was list. really wondering what word that was going to be. And I know. It, it didn't. It didn't start like a good word. So. <laughs> I, was, I know. I was like, I'm stumbling already. God damn it! And also, he's the co-host of the Greg Without Breakfast podcast. Uh, any comments on that? <laughs> I I really enjoy how the name of that podcast has just morphed into some crazy thing. But yeah, uh, the yeah I'm also I'm also the co-host of the Gamers Without Borders podcast. Correct. Yeah, uh, gotta love him. Nick has been on our show a handful of times, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um, yeah. He also died on our show, according to Doug. No, all I said was former instead of previous. Whatever. <laughs> you you definitely put him in the grave. Uh, <laughs> damn it. But that, that's okay. Forgive me, Nick. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the first podcast uh, murder. This is a video game podcast, so we're going to talk some games. I guess we can kind of point at Greg and be like, what games have you been playing? Although you are a busy <laughs> guy with kids and everything. so <laughs> Yeah. So, a little bit of Telltale's Batman. Um, I, like, I like playing Telltale's Batman because it's, it's the one Telltale game where when they give you the silent option, you can choose it knowing full well that's what Batman would have done. That's in character. Yeah, it's in character. So, it, it, unless it's Commissioner Gordon, I'm usually just picking silence. Oh, nice. And it's a lot of, like, people just trying to talk to Batman and then getting frustrated and angry and stuff. But I'm like, well, that that's probably what it's like trying to talk to Batman. Yeah. And a lot mm-hmm. of other games, it's like The Wolf Among Us. It's like, what do you think about this Big B? Like, purposely asking him a question. And if you go silent, it's just like, well, I guess you're a dick. And they move on. Yeah. And it's like, well, Batman, it's, you know, he's got at least a reason. The whole secret identity stuff. Yeah. That's what Batman wouldn't answer this person's question because he's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, I've I've also been playing some uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm because uh, I love that series. Me love too. It. Oh, I'm so we are most definitely having you back to have a full spoiler cast of Life is Strange <laughs> Before the Storm. But we have to wait for the third episode, and I hear it's uh, not even going to be till like after uh, at least 2018, early 2018. And I'm like, fuck, oh, really? I, that's what uh, I read. Uh, at least as rumors and stuff, they were saying another two months, and I'm like, oh, so post December, and that's. That's kicking me in the balls real hard, because that, I don't know, that uh, cliffhanger was pretty tight. Did you get to the cliffhanger of episode two just yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, man. Incredible Uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. I just read somewhere, it looks like December 14th. Oh, for real? Oh, December 14th? That's not bad at all. That's not bad. That's a couple of weeks, yeah. If 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 they stick to it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. If that's the case, then I can definitely get down with that. That's way more. I, I was I'm really hoping it wouldn't be next year because I'm like fuck that's way longer. I feel like the wait in between the first two episodes wasn't that long. So yeah, but no, December 14th. That's nothing. I can stand on my head in a barrel of monkey piss till December 14th. <laughs> well, that's quite descriptive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw we had like six viewers when we started and then like lost half of them when I joined. So I feel personally attacked, and I'm not thrilled about it. But goddamn me. Um. So. I haven't played Batman, uh, Telltale Batman, but I am very deeply unsettled by Sexy Penguin, how in this one he's just, like, a heartthrob and, like, fashion hipster, and it's weird. That sounds huh. weird. I didn't even know that about his character. He is a little bit more hipsterish, although, uh, you know, I kind of like how he is on Gotham. Not that I have been watching Gotham, and I'm I'm really sorry that I'm behind on Gotham, but I feel like Gotham really missed the mark. They, they decided, I- let's make a Batman show, but... Let's not put Batman. Yeah, in. I gave up on Gotham. I think season two, because there's a scene where they're in like a church 
and it's supposed to be in like midnight, but then there's like blinding light shining in through the window or something, and it's just like, what the hell? Like, all right, it was it was it was a few other things, but that was my breaking point where there was like a scene where it was just stupid and made no sense. Right, but it it at least it put me on board with uh with maybe having a bit of a a more unconventional penguin, I'll say. Hmm. I don't know. I, I liked what they did in the Arkham like City Asylum. Stuff. Granted, it wasn't that different, but he had, instead of a monocle, he had a broken bottle shoved into his skull, like, and it kind of made a monocle. I thought that was a neat idea. Yeah, but, uh, that was... Did they ever explain that in-game? Uh, it was uh, part of the, like, lore backstory, like the files you find that you would have to read on your oh, own. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, Zaz did that, right? Uh, I thought it was just a random, like, drunk guy at his bar. But, like, that's oh. what pushed him over the edge from being, like, a casino owner to, like, a crime lord. Where he's just like, yeah, all right, no, that's I'm, it, I'm killing people. Yeah, <laughs> now now that you're mentioning it, I, I seem to remember that if you find some audio files, they'll actually go into what happened to his eye. But, yeah. Yeah, I liked in the first one how they had, the uh, like, psychological interviews with them, like, while they were in Arkham. And you heard, like, the back and forth between doctors and the patient and stuff. Versus the rest where it's just, audio, like, straight um, text files, which... I wasn't as thrilled about, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Penguin for me is always going to be this like squat, Cockney, Danny DeVito esque like <laughs> crime lord gangster. Like I don't, he's one of the characters I can't see. Like oh, what if he's just sexy and like tall and like a model esque? It's like ah, that th- that's not even the same character anymore. No, no, I I I can see where you're going from. In in my opinion, and, and this is just where I come from when I play these games. I have seen that same Danny DeVito-esque mob bossy penguin rehashed at least a dozen times in all the different comic books and movies and TV shows and lore I've seen. Right. So every now and then, I just want to see something different. I think that's why they did it, for sure. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's just yeah. something new. It, whether it it's a hit or a miss, it's going to be hits for some people and misses for others. That's true. But, I mean, like, it was a question I submitted to the... Uh, the time travel podcast. Fuck, what's the oh, first? No, no time for time travel. No time of for course. travel. Shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a it's long time. It's all right. Tony's cool. Yeah. Um, Great show. Uh, but I submitted a question to them saying, like, at one point is a character reimagining still that character, and at what point is it an entirely new character? And that, that was a very good question, by the way, Brent. Because it's one I ask myself a lot. Because like I also enjoy different iterations of same characters, like the Ultimate Marvel comics. Like I enjoy seeing all the different ways they try and redo those with a modern take. Because, like, Spider-Man's from, like, the 50s. Like, of course he's not going to be relevant if you say the same. So it's like, what if we reimagine them in the 90s? Um, so I do enjoy seeing different interpretations of the same characters I like. But at some point, like, if you make the Penguin taller and you make him, like, a martial artist and you make him uh, more appealing and have a bonding relationship with Batman or Bruce Wayne, rather, like, when they're kids and they're friends. And it's like, at what point is it still the Penguin? It just seems like he's a British guy who turned to crime, who knew Bruce Wayne as a kid. Like, I don't know, it just, at least maybe it's just for me. But I, I do like seeing the different variations of characters. But I mm. think for some people, they definitely got to admit, like, yeah, that didn't work. Or, you know, uh, like Cass pointed out, Jared Leto's Joker and Suicide Squad. Like, that right. was a mistake. Don't yep. do that again. Total yeah. miss. Yeah. That that probably sounded better on paper than it did in the film. The, I, at least the worst part for me is like something that happens a lot with a Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, where saw, I saw a fan theory that was so much better than what the actual story was for Jared Leto's Joker, 
that he was Robin? Yeah, instead of killing Robin, Mm -hmm. he became the next Joker. And I was like, yeah, that's great. They did that in the animated series, like, kind of. And it's like, that would have been great if you saw what happened to, like, adult uh, Jason Todd. But it's it didn't happen. Uh, I didn't even bother seeing Suicide Squad. I know it didn't happen. Because that would Mm -hmm. be good writing for the DC Cinematic Universe, and that cannot happen. Well, they, they, they did it with Wonder Woman. They did it with Wonder Woman, but she was, she's like a one-off movie. Like, people are saying, like, oh, Wonder Woman's in the New Justice League. It's like, no matter how good Wonder Woman is, that's not going to save the Justice League movie. Like, yeah. well, she's strong, we, we will but she see. can't carry yeah. that movie by herself. I, I am going to see it uh, tomorrow. So by the time the listeners hear it, mm-hmm. I will I will have seen the movie already. The and- Warner Brothers held back from uh, reviewers giving early reviews. Like, they normally do, like, two weeks ahead or a week ahead. They didn't allow them to review it, and reviews started coming out like I think maybe a day or two ago, and it's not good. It's not they're not kind it's, reviews. It's, it's it's not good. No, and I'm gonna see it anyway because it's Justice League, mm. and that's what I do. I go to see all these DC movies in the theaters. I can't help myself. I have a problem. <laughs> I think I think the last one I saw was Nolan's trilogy. Like I think that was the last DC movie I saw. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen. All of them. All of them as soon as they hit the theater. Opening weekend. Ooh, I, I can't do it. I can't do that. You're, you're a stronger yeah. man than me. <laughs> right. I, I have I have a sickness for it. As long <laughs> as they're going to put them in the theaters, I'm going to keep watching them. Hoping against all hope that I'm going to see the, you know, the next Dark Knight. Yeah. But uh, I got to say, my faith was rewarded in Wonder Woman because I walked out of that movie thinking, well, that's pretty decent. Maybe they've turned a corner. Mm-hmm. And then I saw these pre-reviews for Justice League. I'm like, no, no, that was, a, that was an aberration. I think that's the thing. It's kind of like with Thor Ragnarok now. It's like Wonder Woman was kind of like, it was their own creative team, it was their own director, and DC, I guess maybe didn't have that much faith in it. So they're like, all right, you can do whatever you want. Like, it's a pet project. If it flops, whatever. We got Justice League coming out. And if it succeeds, great. And that's kind of like what Thor Ragnarok is. Like, Marvel was kind of hands off of it, and was like, you do what you want, and like, this is just going to be a fun movie. And it did great. Both of them are doing really well and got really good reviews. And they're like, now Marvel and DC are like, oh, okay, now let's get our hands all over this again and put it back in our cinematic timeline. And it's like, ugh, now it sucks again. Oh, man, speaking of Thor, though, uh, I saw a funny meme on the internet earlier. It was just like, well, if Disney owns Marvel and Marvel owns Thor and Thor is the son of a king, but Thor can also be a woman, that means Thor is technically a Disney princess. <laughs> well... <laughs> Technically, Thor isn't a woman. It's the <laughs> title of Thor is now right. Jane Foster. And yeah. then Thor Odin's son, the person, is no longer the title of Thor. Sort of. It, it's confusing. There's no denying that. Yeah, that's, um, it was just a trolley meme. This is, yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've stopped reading comics because that's probably the least convoluted explanation for something related <laughs> to Thor that's happened in the last ten years. Right? So uh, it's that's a wild. Fucking mess. It's I listened to a podcast called uh, Jay and Miles Explain the X Men, and it's just them going through chronological order of X Men comics, and it's just like mind meltingly stupid at times. Because oh, it's just great. So I I used to have this massive comic collection and trying to keep everything straight, and I'd have to go back and re-reference things. Mm-hmm. And I I found I was much happier when I just stopped reading comics and just said, plenty of animated shows, plenty of movies, I don't need to read these anymore to get these characters, and I just donated the whole collection. Oh, yeah, that's it's, nice. yeah, it's tough to, because it's so many people working on it, and then people leave. So then it gets taken over, and the new person takes over and goes, alright, I'm breaking this in, it's my comic now, 
kill everything that started before me, and I'm starting fresh. And it's like, well, you just ruined all continuity for this character. So it's right. like, really tough. Somebody walks in like, I don't want Riddler to be dead. So then suddenly Riddler just shows up again. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's cleaning like, house. I thought, I thought he was dead. Well, and then no explanation, of course. Mm-hmm. Or this is the worst. When a character who appeared in one comic book in the 1960s shows up and talks to Batman and says like, hey, Batman. And Batman's like, hey, John. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm reading, am I supposed to know who John is? <laughs> you either is have to be guy? the biggest nerd that knows everything. Or a casual nerd that won't get upset by terrible continuity issues. And anyone in between is pissed off. Right. And let, let's not forget that they... So comic book writers, and some of them are very smart people. But mm-hmm. I'm also a very smart person. So sometimes they're going to do something, and I'm going to look at it and say, that is stupid. Yeah. And and I, I have to tell my... I did this all the time reading comic books. I would put the comic book down, and I would just say my mantra over and over again. You are an intelligent person. It should not be beyond your belief that you're smarter than the writer. It's right. entirely possible at times, yeah. Because yeah. I would be fans of it and be like, oh, that's great. And then I'll see someone take a panel out of context and be like, look at how they drew the hand or like just the speech bubble by itself. And I was like, God, that's idiotic. Like, how'd that get past the, you know, editors and stuff? But I don't know. Oh, speaking like in comic book news for anyone who is uh, currently reading comics. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who was a massive driving force in Marvel, signed up for DC. Yeah. He left Marvel and started, made some deal with DC Comics. And that's like crazy. Oh. That's like Bill Gates leaving Microsoft and going yeah, to Apple. Controversy in the nerd community. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I don't know. Although I, I know why, some though. fans of Marvel who see this as a blessing in disguise. Uh, it's There's no denying he was a, such a massive force for como- uh, uh, Marvel Comics early on, like in his. Maybe not early on in his career, but early on in his career with Marvel, that he yeah. just had such sway and power. But there definitely is a group of uh, comic fans that are kind of tired of him and are ca- probably happy to see him uh, move on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. I got no real sway one way or the other because I'm not up to date with all the recent stuff, especially his stuff. But yeah, yeah I do know it's kind of a weird polarizing uh, d- decision. Absolutely, yeah. It's still the dream to work for one or the other because they are just so massive. Like, it's, you know, you get some of the best properties, some of the best characters, and a good deal of security uh, with your job, even though a lot of comic stuff is, like, freelance almost. Like, it's project to project, and you can be cut instantly. But it's still, you know, a ton of people would still, you know, cut off their arm and leg to do it. Oh, but, without well, a doubt. I mean, those, those are some of the best characters that, I mean... yeah. Outside of those in comic books, you're you're really struggling to find as iconic of characters. Uh, yeah. Hellboy would probably be one of the biggest independent yeah. ones. Ju- Judge Dredd comes Judge to Dr- mind somehow. Hmm, I always tend to forget about that just unremarkable character. Hey, you know what? You know <laughs> what? Hey, Screw whoa, you, Brett. <laughs> Shots are fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, independent comics definitely exist, and some do great, but there are definitely not many... Even the most unremarkable DC or Marvel comic uh, character is still leaves and bounds more iconic than a lot of independent ones. So mm-hmm. it, it's tough, but it's still interesting to see what's happening with them. Definitely. Um, so bringing it back to games. Uh, oh, right. How, how about? <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, Doug. No, no problem. We're all it's about the Dragon Brand comic show. book hour now. Pretty much. I don't get to talk about them a lot here. No one else reads <laughs> comics on this podcast. I think it's great when we have those kind of tangents, and I'm sure our listeners do too. But let's do let's steer it back a little bit. Um, Bren, have you been playing anything new and exciting, or kind of some of the same old stuff? 
Uh, no one exciting. Uh, Moira for Overwatch came out, and now she's live. Uh, still OP, so they're definitely going to nerf her, but otherwise I really enjoy everything about her. Her design and voice lines and uh, play style and all that. Nice. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Uh, I was talking about that last episode, and I bought it and already beat it. But I've nice. also played it like three times already, so it's pretty easy for me. <laughs> um, for anyone who is interested, it's pretty buggy. It's a real buggy port of a PS2 I was game. Just about to ask you about that because you had some issues. Care to yeah. tell us? There was a part where I had to, uh, you know, monkey bar over a pit of lava, and if you fall, you die instantly. And at one part in the monkey bars, it just dropped me. Like nothing hit me. I didn't hit a glit. Like I didn't hit a bump or anything, and it would just drop every single time. And there's like I couldn't get around it. And I found out a way to cheat it kinda is if you go to the corner of the platform you start on, you can double jump across the pit of lava onto the platform you're going and just barely make it over. But you can't make it back over, so you just have to die and then respawn back at the beginning. So you really had to cheese that part of it, but because it's so buggy right now. Um I'm hoping they put patches in, because there are still other bugs of like the screen just went black. But I was still playing, but I couldn't see anything. Or audio glitches where it just keeps replaying a noise over and over and over and over again while you're still in that area. So that can get real annoying. I still love the game. I think the game's great, and it's a really good, like, independent game. It's not a part of a massive franchise, even though they tried to make it into one. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically just Zelda, but Egyptian. So it's yeah. really yeah. fun. Um, but it is, you are able to beat it. Even with the glitches like I did, uh, but I can understand someone hitting a point and it's me like, well, I'm, I'm done. I can't beat this. Like, I can't get past this. Uh, but I do recommend it because I think it's like 10 bucks or like 15, maybe 10 on sale. Um, so it's one of my favorites. And besides that, uh, Hand of Fate 2. It's a crazy, like, D&D Arkham Asylum combat style game where all of your choices are determined by like casino games. Like playing cards, rolling dice, uh, a metronome thing where you have to stop the metronome at a certain point. Um, all these different little, little like mini games, this kind of like dealer of fate gives you and it, you make your choice through that. And it's really fun and pretty unique. I don't know anything else that kind of does this. So it's hard to describe, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from enough. your description, I have no concept yeah, of what this game it's, could possibly be like. Yeah, it's weird, but it's like 30 bucks full price and it's really cool. So I would recommend at least just looking into it if you sure. don't mind like the little mini games and like RPG sort of stuff where you, you know, you get a premise of a character and you play through and it's, it's one of the, it's a lot of RNG. If you don't like RNG, do not try this. Um, cause there's a lot of just like, well, you're fucked and you die and have to just start that whole, you know, session or, you know, section over again. And you just keep doing it until you get good rolls or good, uh, cards. But it's, it's really cool. I really like it so far. I never played the first one, but I feel like you can just jump right in and be fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Yeah. Um, as for me, I, I meant to bring up last episode that I've been really pissed off at Alpha Bear lately because I've been <laughs> stuck on, stuck on this level and I've been really back into it a lot. Cause I don't know. It's one of those games that, if our listeners completely unaware of what it is, it's a word game where you're presented with a board. Uh, each letter has like a timer on it, so to speak, or a number that as, as a turn goes by, the number goes down and you have to spell out words in order to complete the board. And all, there's just like, there's a stress factor with certain ones when they do add time elements, but 
overall, it's a really super cute game where you also earn and upgrade these little bears that are all dressed in costumes, and each bear has different powers. So, like, for instance, your end score will be times 200%, or, like, this bear will make sure that the letters Z, X, and Q are banned from the match, because, like, those ones are fucking hard to deal with. Um, but it's, I don't know, a really cute game uh, this, unfortunately, I think we've disclosed this already that we had the <laughs> developer on our show, but it never yeah. aired because we lost the audio. Uh, so that shit happens, but there, there's like chapters and you can also do like versus mode against like your friends who play. But so mm-hmm. there's like, I'm up to chapter six now. And for the longest time I was stuck on chapter five and there, there's like different events. So like for, as you go into a chapter, there's like the regular big board, which is not timed more casual then there's the 90 second timer which is yeah not fun and then you have (laughs) a challenge event where you have the ability to earn a like a guaranteed like legendary bear or something and or guaranteed rare bear at least and if you get something i don't know there's a chance at a legendary and then after you do that there's like a boss and then that'll unlock unlock the next chapter but you need to at least get a gold egg in one of the first two Regardless, it's really fun, but I was playing this one over and over again, the boss on chapter five, and you had to get 60,000 points. And I think on my first attempt or second attempt, I got like 58,000 and I was like, oh my God, I'm so close. I'll, I'll be fine. Jeez. I just, I'll just play it again. And I swear to God, like two months later of playing that same exact level over and two over again. months? Yes. <laughs> of, and like, and I was fucking switching up my bears because you could have up to three bears helping you and shit. And yeah. the thing is, though, it was all just, it was a timed one. And it was all how the letters that they would present you were just total trash. And like the, like the ones that would pop up were like, oh, they only have two, two more turns left. So you got to use them. And there's like nine of them on the board. And you're like, fuck me. And they're all like, six of them are eyes and you're like what the fuck do i do with this? so it's like i don't know it was the worst yeah uh but i don't know i eventually it was I, was it today or yesterday regardless i think it was actually yesterday i got past it and it was just like this feeling of like thank you god i can't i, I can play the rest of this game finally it, it, it actually it gave me like terrible flashbacks to peggle blast and i should just never <laughs> revisit that game because I got stuck and I just gave up. And I know, speaking of Nick, like uh, from Gamers Without Borders, he actually completed the game without paying a dime or a cent or a pound or a quid, whatever you want. To <laughs> whatever your gobbledygook magical yeah. like, currency is over there in Basically. Harry Potter world. <laughs> God be damn so it. Mad. I know. <laughs> and he unsubscribed. But, <laughs> oh, that's, but in all fairness, that's really the only game I've been uh, fucking around with because I've been busy editing and other life stuff. But I, there's some like newsy things we can uh, kind of t- touch on that are newsy. like happening in the community. One specifically that comes to mind is uh, like obviously with the whole Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and all these people Where coming up at se- sexual predators. I, it's affecting the gaming community now too, with IGN oh. staff walking out on right. because a former employee was sexually harassed, and they never like put out a statement about it. So mm-hmm. like some of their streams were put on hold. Some of the yeah, just the staff just walked the fuck out. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. not doing anything until you tell the people, uh, give an explanation or an apology or whatever. And they they shortly thereafter, IGN was on top of it. So they they realized like we don't want to, I don't know, lose business over this. Well, uh, well, I mean, that's a good way to put it. They didn't want to lose business. They didn't care about doing it ethically. That's they what I mean. just I didn't, didn't want it to hurt the business. Yeah, and I read their statement, and it didn't really, like, I don't know. It it definitely, I guess, covered their asses in the way they were looking to, but it didn't, like, I don't know. It's just, it's it all genuine. unfortunate. 
Yeah, it didn't seem it. It was in the same way of Louis C.K.'s. Like, I feel like I read that and I didn't get the vibe of, like, I'm sorry, like, at all. Like, it was just like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he never actually said, I'm sorry, in it. No. No, it's it's a sad state of affairs where there's so many of these apologies out there that we can now start comparing them to each other and picking (laughs) the parts we like out of each of them. Yeah, What's the thing? It's true. so many all at once. Like, yeah. Right. It's, well, I mean, it's, like this, but it's we, we open like Pandora's box. You know, now now it's at the point where people don't feel like they have to keep their mouths shut to save their careers anymore. And that's good. And which is good. That's yeah. that's not a negative. If I try to apply that, no. Yeah. <laughs> I I yeah. like that we are now in a position where keeping my mouth shut and just letting it go is is not is not where people go to now. You got if, mm-hmm. if you're not getting called out, then. We're, nobody's going to get better, you know. It's this when this sort of stuff happened in Hollywood, people joked about it. People just presumed that this sort of thing was going on behind closed doors. Um, even even I've made a couple of flip comments about it in the past. Never could I have imagined the the kind of horror show that was going on in the back rooms with with Weinstein. But right, it's sad. So many people. I mean, okay the. Oh, okay, I'm calming down. <laughs> hey, at least you have the ability to do that. Some people just go full in yeah, and it's I, like it's, hot-headed. It's, it's just, it's really infuriating because you you have these people who, you know, they want to keep their mouths shut because they don't want to get themselves in trouble. And I'm talking about, like, the victims, they, they don't, you can't tell a victim how they're going to handle this kind of, this kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. And so, and some of them really, they just shut in it and, and they internalize and they say, I can move on. I can go past this. I just, I don't want to relive this anymore. But then you got these enablers who also know this stuff is going on, but these guys don't want to lose their job. And guys and and girls, there are women who are enablers too. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of I'm attacking men right now, and that's not really the point. I'm just trying to attack anyone who enabled this yeah. sort of behavior and right. set it up and and knew about it. And it's it's an open. You know, the, everyone who was saying was an open secret. Like yeah, everyone knew about Harvey. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's, that's the thing. And There's the, so many like, jokes and so many things referencing. Call it out. But everyone saw it as a joke who didn't actually know the truth. And anyone who knew the truth did that uncomfortable laugh of like, ha ha ha, I don't want to get fired. Like sort of yeah. thing. Like yeah. you laugh at your boss at like a company party. I mean, so, they're, they're, I've heard jokes about Kevin Spacey before. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, listen, I'm I'm just some punk with a show on the Internet. It's not like I can call the police and make a report for anybody. Right. But when the, when the jokes are true, doesn't that just disgust you that... Enough people knew about it to make a joke about it, but yet nobody decided to maybe stop him from ruining anybody else's life. This entire thing applies to Bill Cosby, too. Like, Same, yeah. all because of Hannibal Burris, just his one joke going viral about it. Like, in that entire community, it was well known, and that's why he probably threw out that joke. He's like, people are definitely going to laugh at that. And then it's like, whoa, it actually, like went down the rabbit hole of like wait this is a thing and then the mainstream media was on it and yeah look at where he is now like mm-hmm. well that's the thing it's especially with sexual harassment and sexual assault and even rape it's tough to have the evidence because a lot of it's you know let's be honest it's biological so it you know decays and yeah. it's tough like even cops would admit it's a tough case that like prove happened it definitely happens there's definitely a lot of victims that like say it and it gets turned back on them and it seems like it doesn't but it's just so hard to prove. And so much of it now is like a lot of like the stuff happening that happened in the past. And then they're coming out forward now speaking out against it. It's, it's more like he said, she said stuff because yeah. it's all just testimony. So I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just so fucking hard to prove. And that's why a lot of these yeah. people didn't come out until there's a collective until oh, yeah. like 
five women came out against Bill Cosby, and then like another one did, another one did, another one did, and now there's like 30, 40. Like, so it's tough until you have a group that can all like cross reference all of their stories and you get a little evidence here, a little evidence here, and then it builds a full case. So that's why it's really important mm-hmm. when someone does come out and why like Terry Crews came out, and that's why it was such a big thing for him. Like, a big, like, I think he was arguably one of the like spearheaders of this like movement of people coming out and calling out their uh, abusers and stuff. Uh, Ellen mm-hmm. Page wrote like a full on like thing on her Facebook page against Brian Ratner. Uh, I Brett think. Ratner. Brett Ratner. Yeah. And yeah. It was a bunch of stuff. And it's, it's great that they're doing this, but it's, it's why it's so important to speak out when it does happen because it motivates other people to do it. And then if enough people can do it, then you can piece together a full case. Yeah, and then you get people out of a position where they can abuse folks. And yeah. you know, okay, again, this is this is huge. Though everyone is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Yeah. However, uh, my gut the is not a court of law, and I don't have to wait for evidence. And there are some cases where I, when I hear the story and it passes the smell test, I I, I will go ahead and believe it. And well, that's, that's I, and I uh, I think I'm. I'm not naive enough to think that absolutely everybody who comes forward from now until the end of time is going to be 100% honest. However, it's been going on for so long and nobody has said anything that I'm glad people are now speaking out. And if if what happens is people are more careful and people are, are watching out for themselves, both for the sake of the falsely accused and for potential victims, this is a good thing for everybody. But I do not want to live in a world where this can happen to somebody and they're too afraid to just speak out and say, Hey, this happened to me because that's how it keeps happening. Because once you're so powerful and you think you're so untouchable that you're not going to do this sort of stuff, you keep doing it. And then it inspires other people. I mean, some people are drawn to the industry for that reason. Why do you think a guy like Harvey Weinstein gets involved in this kind of business? Well, not even just entertainment, but there's a lot of uh, Olympic athletes and gymnasts coming out and calling out their coaches and doctors. Yeah, Michaela Maroney and Ali Reisman both in the last month have called out. It was uh, the same guy. Yeah, same guy. He's had like thousands of like pictures of like underage girls because they're athletes. And he's like, oh, I'm doing a physical. But it's like, no, these are very sexually exploitive and just horrendous stuff. And. Mm It's incredible to think that, like, this guy didn't go to medical school to be a doctor. He went to medical school to be a pervert and, like, a pedophile. Oh, like, that was right. his motivation to get through it. That and is it's just, so fucking dark and yeah. weird. And it's it's yeah. tough. And you're right, Greg. Like, you're not a court of law, so you, you don't have to have evidence to make a decision. But that's when it gets tricky with the internet and the power of communication and giving people power to speak out is that now it's turning into these witch hunts where – Someone might hear a rumor and all of a sudden that guy's a pedophile and now it's a witch hunt against him and his career is ruined, but he actually didn't do anything. It's just someone started this rumor and it gained traction. So like Dan Schneider is a big producer of a lot of Nickelodeon shows like iCarly, I think like Zoe 101 and like he, I think all that he was on it. I don't know if he was a producer on, but a lot of people, it started as a joke of people like saying like, ah, he's a pedophile. Look at all these like young girl shows that he produces and like stars in and stuff. And. Whether or not he is or isn't, there's no evidence, at least that I'm aware of, that he is. But there's already this much traction to the point where, like, there's definitely not people doing this as a joke anymore and people who genuinely think he is a pedophile. And whether or not he is or isn't, it's already in the public consciousness and it's making a bias. So even if there is a court, it would be really difficult to find a jury that isn't already biased against him. And it would be 
tough to if if there is claims and if it does come out that he was like sexually harassing anyone not that i'm saying he is but it'd be tough because there's already this consciousness floating around out there and it's just especially with the internet and these witch hunts it's definitely guilty until proven innocent so yeah public public opinion is definitely it's hard and i yeah you want to feel for in any individual who may or may not just suddenly be accused because we've seen a, l- a lot of things flying out for people who I wouldn't expect to see it flying out against. Al Franken. Al Franken, and, yep. And it turns out that the woman that accused him uh, has appeared on Fox News a lot and a few of, like, you know, right-wing stuff. So it's definitely within the possibility of this claim. Um, it but, is, and- but then, yeah, but then you also look at the other side of the fences. Well, just because he's a Democrat and, and she's right-wing... Do we really want to start doing that every time a victim comes forward and saying, "Okay, so what's your motivation here?" Yeah, it's. it's, it's I mean, it is, you don't it is a very that. fine line, and yeah. Yeah. the the reason the reason why this is exploding is because we couldn't figure it out before, and it this pendulum was way too much. It was way too far in the favor of the predator. Yeah, and so you're going to see the pendulum swing and. You you want it. You need to protect the innocent, and you need to protect the accused. But at the same time, it, the victim also needs to be protected. Yeah, and, and it's it's real messy. Yeah. And at least with Al Franken's case, he's uh, issued an apology. Uh, the mm-hmm. woman has accepted the apology and like forgiven him for it. And he's uh, even uh, insinuated like or suggested to do a full investigation into his background, into all the like any other possible case that there might be. And right. I. I see that as a move that he's doing it because he's so confident that there isn't. But who knows? Maybe they will find something. But also, it's tough because if they do find anything, will it matter that much? Because even the president of the United States has like 16 assault claims against him. Yeah. He's a (laughs) fucking sexual predator and he's the president of the United States. So it's... As have previous presidents of the United States. Has have presidents of the United States going back decades. So Clinton JFK has to have. Like, there's there's no denying that. Um, You know... It's it's at the point where it's almost like steroid era baseball, whereas anybody yeah. who had prominent power within a certain era of time will always have that suspicion on them. Yeah, and 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 you, so you hope it, what what comes out of this is you is the the ultimate goal, right? Is is no more victims, no more people being being preyed upon, mm-hmm. and so you want people to start realizing that this isn't something you can get away with. And this is something that you need to be aware of happening. And so we, we take precautions to make sure that we protect uh, the individuals from the predator and that people who are in prominent positions will go out of their way to make sure that everything is on the up and up and that they are beyond all reproach. Because if you're beyond all reproach, if there's nowhere anyone could even point towards any questionable behavior, then you're safe. It's people who are engaging in probably what was already relatively questionable behavior are the kinds of people who can be accused. You know, you can't accuse right. somebody who you've never been alone with unsupervised in a hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just such a fucking mess and shit show. And I like, I'm, you know, it's one of those things where it's going to get worse before it gets better, but it's necessary for it to be worse. Like, it's necessary so yeah. it can get better. This, so. this needed to happen so that people, I mean, you, this needs to happen. It, yeah. You, it, you cannot be a predator and be safe in the industry. All right. Again, it's hard to prove in a court of law you might be okay, but yeah. you, you cannot just do it and say, prove it and, and keep doing it to other people. And it's it, even it, worse. That's not the right answer. The, 
even arguably some of the more terrifying stuff about it is people who are coming out and being like evidence shown against them and like uh, uh, claims and people coming out to defend them. Like uh, Roy mm-hmm. Moore, the uh, was he governor or senator? Um, and he's running for re-election, and they said like forty percent of evangelicalists would like defend him and still vote for him, and he's a fucking pedophile. Not even like harassment where he like you know grabbed like, a woman's ass or something. Like he's fucking molesting like children, and people are still defending him, saying they'd vote for him again. It is and- it is very scary. God. The people who for their own expediency of their own ideas, uh, their their ideologies and their own belief system are willing to compromise internally. And, you know, we could point at the right an awful lot, and they do it an awful lot, and we could point at the left an awful lot, and you could point at almost any sect and circle, they will believe what they want to believe to promote the ideology, and sometimes that means excusing absolutely horrendous behavior. And so let's look at Kevin Spacey. When he got accused, the very first thing he did was try to turn it into, by the way, I'm I'm gay. I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I you should. That was ridiculous. I called it the rainbow shield. That's what it felt like he was trying to do, was hold up the rainbow shield and say, you can't criticize me as a gay man. And I'm very happy that a lot of LGBT people came out and said, don't no. you dare conflate because yeah, you're a pedophile with being a homosexual. Yeah, yeah wasn't the guy 14? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh and my he God. got him, I, like he was saying, he was like, Kevin Spacey was pumping full of like drinks and maybe some drugs and stuff. Like, so he definitely wasn't even the, in the right mindset. Wow. He wasn't yeah. sober. So it was just like the worst. You That's illegal think. in and of itself, like giving yeah. a minor alcohol. Well, oh, the yeah. drugs. Got- <laughs> it's terrible. But oh, yeah. he, Weinstein did the same thing. When he first got accused, he says, I admit nothing, but I do need to get help. But just don't fire me, and when I come back, I'll go heavy after the NRA. So, I mean, he what? was just trying. He's yeah. He was basically trying to appeal to the ideal, the ideologies of of the other the other right. individuals in Hollywood, saying, "Hey, if you if you don't ruin my career over all this horrific stuff I've done, when I, I come back, you. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a pet cause of the left leaning industry." Yeah. And just let me do that, and and let me let me walk, and then I'll 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 take on the NRA. And again, to everyone's credit, they said, we don't no. want to just look the other way so you can take on the NRA, Harvey. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a fucking shit show. But it's, it's, it's telling that these individuals like Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, and I'm sure others that I can't think of off the top of my head, that's where they go. That's where their mindset goes to is how can I appeal to the ideology of my peers in order to get past all this? And I'm, I'm sure if I really looked into it, Moore's probably done the same thing. Well, he had, uh, uh, I think a pastor defend him, and the pastor made the notorious comment now, saying, like, Mary, the Virgin Mary, was underage. Like, and, uh, yeah, that's oh, awful. And it's like, I'm, I'm like a stout atheist, but how dare you try to, like, contort your religion into this excuse yeah, for pedophilia? But, like, and, and, that's ruining Christianity. Yeah, and he's wrong, too, because wasn't yeah. she, like, uh, what's it, the Immaculate Conception? Like, it was she wasn't even impregnated by an actual person. Well, it's he was like, saying was she was to, like, married to magic. Joseph, and Joseph was, like, like 30-something, and she was, like, 16. Like, he was saying it was Joseph, not God. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. But still, like, it's, like, insane Th- that the way is... they twist it. Yeah, but again, you you appeal to all right. So it, you appeal to the group that you think would favor you, you. You appeal to the ideology that you're trying you're trying to appeal to, and you you want the evangelical vote. Mm-hmm. So you find a way to conflate the biblical texts into why this is okay, and and even worse than that is people buy it. 
that's what scares me. Like, I understand why he would say that to try and twist the words any way they can to make themselves seem better. Because they're scared. They're, they're weasels. They're running away and trying to do anything they can to save themselves or any credibility they have left, which they have none. That, the thing that scares me, and I've said it before, is the people coming out and, like, defending them and agreeing with them. And, like, even during the election with all the, like, Trump supporters saying all this stuff. And, like, the rallies, like, the neo-Nazi rally, like, I wasn't scared about the person that the limelight's on. I'm scared about these people coming out of the woodwork supporting him saying, like, yeah, I agree with this racist comment or this pedophilia comment. Like, and it's like, that's what terrifies me, knowing that those are people who, up until now, probably had those as, like, thoughts in the back of their head. But now that it seems to be okay to say in public, and they're coming forward and being more brazen with it, it's like, no, these are not okay. Like, there's very staunch things that are not okay in a civilized society. And pedophilia is definitely one of them. So is racism. Like, it's not okay. It, it, I, I don't understand how we got to the point where the, the furthering of, of a political party. And just, just to set the record straight on your podcast, I have no political affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I refuse, in fact, to gain a political affiliation because I find that if I don't want to have any loyalty to a letter, basically. Yeah. And the idea that people are so loyal to that letter next to their name that they're they're willing to just look the other way on some horrific nastiness that, I mean, people should be in jail for it, but they're going to look the other way because, well, we need more Democrats in the Senate and Republicans in the House. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's it's really it's infuriating. And, you know, they need to realize that you don't work for your party, you work for your constituents and they they don't get it. And the best thing they've been able to do is convince their constituents that what's best for the party is best for you to the point where they want us to believe that everybody on the other side of the aisle is the most evil, vicious person who's willing to destroy this country. And nothing's done. That's why we have gridlock. That's why everyone has so low confidence in our government is because it's just ideologies fighting each other. In the meantime, you know what? We actually need some healthcare laws and we actually you know, how about you actually do your job? Yeah. I'm going to go Bill Belichick on these guys. Do <laughs> your job. Well, it's the whole concept of filibustering where it's like, oh, you don't agree with me? I'm just going to waste everyone's yeah. time until That's you do. Exactly. Like, Jesus it. Christ, you're throwing a tantrum. Like, don't, you know, try to phrase it any other way. You're just throwing a hissy fit. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's just even fucking George Washington said this when he uh left the office, the first president. He's like, don't divide. Don't be bipartisan. Don't have two parties. Because you're just going to turn into uh, each other's enemies and just do everything you can to disagree with the other side. And he said that when he fucking founded the country. And look what happens. We just did it for like yeah. 200 years. It's just, ah. Uh. Anyway, video games. This yeah. got really political, you guys. This is <laughs> yeah. like awesome. 20 minutes. Like Best episode ever. Oh, God, it's getting <laughs> edited heavily. No, okay. <laughs> but the live tuners get to check shit out. Uh, but no, so... That's the thing. I only have two more things I really want to bring up that are game related, and then maybe we could play a quick what's that sound. Um, sure. One sure. being, I don't know, if you're familiar with PlayStation controllers, at one point they would have, and I'm not talking Mad Cats, I'm talking about like regular <laughs> Sony cats. controllers, they would mm-hmm. have like the translucent ones, mm-hmm. and they're, they're making those available for PS4. So I don't know if anyone's out there being like, man, I really wish there was some more variety in the PlayStation 4 controller department. Here it's coming, down the pipes. You got three d- new colors. You're going to have the regular, like, crystal clear one. You're going to have a, a clear blue and a clear red. I'm sure they have their own names, but that's what they are. And 
they look pretty cool. I think they're going for $65 or $60 a pop, which is, I guess, kind of standard for a PS4 controller. I don't really think you get them much cheaper than that. So I don't think it's like a hiked up price just because they have translucent grips or whatever. So that's kind of neat. And then the other thing is... uh, the gaming community like sims player or sims players oh, are just yeah. trolling super hard i don't know if it's an update or what but like in sims Let's... 4 yeah the latest expansion yeah. now you can like it's like ms paint where you can customize your pets and shit and people are drawing dicks on it right like <laughs> spray painting send nudes and like it's oh. just turning them into demon cats it's you just gotta go down a rabbit hole and check out all these fucking creepy ass pets the one the <laughs> one that's on the thumbnail of the article is this like crazy neon green and pink fluffy dog that has the word thick the t-h-i-c-c on his on his thick. side so he's the oh. thick boy so, yeah. sp- speaking of, weird. did you see in the news today that a Navy Skywriter drew a penis? Uh, yes, in the I air. did. And I thought it was excellent. Actually, I saw two Not of them. all heroes wear capes, ladies and gentlemen. That's the thing. And the thing is, I bet they're in deep shit. But, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, but it's, whoever it's did that definitely is. That's fantastic. I always, when people are like skywriting and all of that, I just thought that was like a myth. Like you can't, well, I don't, I can't imagine well, you can write like a goddamn sentence in like cursive he, or some shit. Here's the thing. You could probably do what? Kurt Bronholer is a comedian. He's really funny. Um, he did a Kickstarter, I believe, way back to pay a skywriter to write uh, How Do I Land in the Sky? <laughs> or, or something along those lines, like running out of fuel or something like that. And I heard him on a podcast that he used it for an album cover for his stand-up album uh, one time. And he said it was actually really hard to do because by the time he's on like the third word, the the wind is already blowing the first word away. Right. So they yeah. actually had to just take a picture like word by word or letter by letter and stitch it all Photoshop together for the album yeah. cover. Yeah, because like it just it would keep blowing away. It has to be really simple to do it really fast. Yeah. That makes well, I mean, more this sense. was just a figure eight with a giant loop coming yeah. out yeah. of the top. So I mean, it wasn't simple. like explicit, but anyone <laughs> yeah, who looked no up veins. in the sky would have seen yeah. what it was. Yeah, and. <laughs> Oh, it's you shake your head, but at the same time you're like, man, that is something that, to admire. That guy, that guy won, <laughs> won a bear, won a dare. That guy, he, he, somebody said, "I bet you won't." He said, "Oh, I bet you I will." Yeah, and that and, cost him his job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably should not have done something like that where everyone could have seen him because yeah. that's it's kind of hard to say no, I didn't when everyone can just look up and take a picture of it. Prove it wasn't me. Oh, there's a thousand pictures. <laughs> like, yeah. But imagine there's somebody out there and they just look up and they don't even think it was a plane. They're like, God's sending me a message. <laughs> yeah. God, do I send this nude? And you look up and it's just a big dick in the sky. It's like, well, I guess God said so. Yep, all right. <laughs> so I, when you do that and, and he decides he's going to draw this, you think in his head he, he thought to himself, because, you know, he's a, he'll be a Navy officer and we're, we're kind of a we're a conniving bunch. Yeah. Would, would he have thought to himself, what can I say I was trying to draw that's I, not explicit? That oh. definitely was going through his head, like excuses. Like, I was drawing an eight and then, like, I was flying away. But then I forgot something and I had to fly back or, you know. That's pretty good. I was going to say he's trying to draw Squidward. <laughs> it was uh, going to be a bunny Sponge rabbit until you called me back to tower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you interrupted me. It could have been something amazing. You got damn curves. Fault. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's... raw shock. You see what you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you draw a dick in the sky? Dick? I didn't draw anything of the sort, you degenerate. <laughs> it's like, wait, wasn't that supposed to be the chemtrails? Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, right. it reminds me of back, way back when we were talking about uh, I Was the Walrus. Like, 
early episode, and it was like, what's something you could build a monument of? And I said, just a giant middle finger, like, statue. That's right. I loved it. Uh, to the game I was playing a few weeks ago, Lisa, the, like, kind of dystopian, like, post-apocalyptic, like, Earthbound-like game. There's a part where there's just a ladder going up, and you climb it for, like, 10 solid minutes. Like, not in-game minutes, like, real-world minutes. You just oh, keep God. climbing forever. And at the very top of it, it's just a big middle finger statue. <laughs> That's all it is. And you can't, like, jump off and fall all the way down. You have to climb back all the way down again. Jesus and it's just like, Christ. fuck you. <laughs> it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's what that- you get. Oh man, that you saying Lisa though, that makes me think of Tommy Wiseau in the room and that terrible Lisa! movie that we've all know. Yeah, well, apparently I, I used to watch one of his web series back in the day. It was called The Tommy oh, Wee Show and it was him <laughs> doing like reviewing games. I'm not even kidding. It was a gaming review show with that the Tommy Wiseau and it was fucking as off the wall like you're tripping on acid watching it. Like it's just the weirdest like he was like talking to like aliens and all sorts of like just super uh. bizarre shit. And apparently they're coming back with another, I don't know if it's another season of that or if they're doing a new something or other, but I just like literally in my Facebook feed, something from the Tommy Wee show popped up. They're like, we're coming back. And he's like, you, yeah, I think he said <laughs> something don't. like, you can get prepared to get excited or something for it coming out soon. And like the person like commented like, yeah, cue to be prepared to be excited, check or something I'm like, yeah, yeah, what the fuck is this guy talking about? So he's a weirdo. And I don't know, something oh, to look God. forward to in that if you're into that really off wall, like it's not even off-wall humor this guy's just dumb as fuck it's one of those things that was like everyone liked it ironically because it was so bad and then some people started convincing themselves they liked it genuinely and they're like oh no he's actually brilliant it's like no the dude's insane dude's just crazy mm-hmm. what the fuck goes through this guy's brain at any given moment yeah it's uh it's so crazy yeah Do we want to talk ea battlefront I was going to bring I, that up before. Uh, the I, I was yeah. going to avoid it, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we, it, we definitely, definitely have to well, talk about it. Yeah, no, you're right. Let's go back to talking about Harvey Weinstein again. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. All right, no. By all means, back let's, to child molestation. A lighter topic. God damn it. Uh, no, we can definitely touch touch on that quick, and then I have a game of what's that sound for us. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll so, do it real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I, I want to hear your take. Okay, so uh, Battlefront is a widely loved series. Um, early on in like the original Xbox and PS2. It's still, I'd say, one of the best like shooter games I've ever played. It's amazing. You anyone doesn't know, you essentially just play as the troopers, either clone troopers, stormtroopers, rebel troopers, like just the foot soldiers. And then if you do well, you get like a bonus, like hey, here's a Jedi if you want to play as them, or here's Darth Vader, and you can just tear stuff up. And it's amazing and it's wonderful. Go back and play those originals. Anyway, uh, EA made a new one. It was pretty shit and really limited, and people weren't thrilled about it because it had none of the new stuff from the new Star Wars. Now they're doing Battlefront 2, which is, once again, super fucking confusing because it's the same name as the other one. Anyway, yeah. EA is a, mon- a monster and it's a garbage company and voted worst company in America two years in a row. Like, not even just video game companies, companies overall, like in the entire country. And it is loaded with microtransactions. They're making you buy any gear to progress whatsoever. And they said, oh, you can do it, like, you don't have to pay, you can unlock these loot crates. It's all a loot crate system, you can't buy stuff individually. And someone did the math, and it would take you, or say you played two hours a day. Like, you know, people can't devote their whole time to it, they can't play for eight hours a day, they have jobs, school, whatever. So say you, in your free time you play two hours a day, it would take you, like, over, like, six years to unlock everything. And that's if there isn't duplicates in it. That's if you just got every unique thing once. Or you can spend like over $2,000 to pay to unlock all of this stuff. And this isn't just cosmetic gear. It's stuff that will 
enhance your skills in the battle. It'll enhance your equipment and do more damage and make you a better player to win more. And this is their way of forcing you to buy stuff. And there's such a massive outcry about it. Uh, They had a posting about it on Reddit. Someone posted about it. And then a developer came in the comments and tried to defend uh, why they're doing this. (laughs) And it is the single most downvoted thing in Reddit history by a massive margin. So say Mm. like the second most downvoted thing is in like negative 30,000 downvotes. This is last I saw was at negative 700,000 downvotes holy goddamn fuck it's are those so people even massive. gamers and they're just coming in like we no it's spread <laughs> it's spread through all of reddit so it hit all these other subreddits and people were tying in as loosely as possible just to get more downvotes against it and huge backlash they're they said they were cutting the prices in half they say they were slashing it but that wasn't true they were slashing how much it cost to buy the stuff or how much time it spent to unlock the stuff but they were also slashing the value at which you accrue that uh credit so the price was cut in half, but also your currency was cut in half. Oh, so God. effectively, yeah. nothing changed. Yeah. It was just a sham to trick you into thinking that the gamers actually had an impact on the company. This massive company has so much money, they don't give a shit to piss off their entire audience. Then they came out and said, fine, we don't want to piss anyone else off anymore. No microtransactions in this game. And everyone's like, yeah, we did it. And no, if you actually read the post, it mm-hmm. said, we'll insinuate in-game currency at a later date. So all it is, is they're going to do the same shit. All they're doing is delaying it by like two months after they're past their sales quota, and it looks good for their stockholders. And then once it looks good for their stockholders, they're going to institute microtransactions again and screw everyone over because you already bought it and can't return it. So it's they're just a shitty company. Do not trust them. Do not buy anything by them anymore. Like This has to be a massive boycott of just like, but I really want to play Star Wars. Then play the original one that Lucas uh, Lucas Games made. That's good. Back when they were a vow- uh, vowed company before EA bought them and destroyed them, like they're doing all these other studios. It's an absolute shit show, and people are claiming that EA's stock is down, but it's not enough that isn't just regular market fluctuation, so there's still no impact yet. And as of us recording it, Battlefront 2 came out today, and I pray to God no one's buying it, but I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, oh, I know fuck, people who it's- bought it. It's installing yeah. right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, I would <laughs> no, actually yeah. stop this podcast if you were. No, I was totally it, kidding. You know, I, I I try not to just demonize EA, and it's certainly hard to do because they've certainly brought it on themselves. Yeah, but at the same, and I'm I'm going to paraphrase uh, one of our one of our local enthusiasts, Kinetic, who always yep. says, you know, at the end of the day, business still got a business. You know, they 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 do need to turn a profit from this, and it does cost money to keep the servers going. So I'm not going to begrudge microtransactions. I don't like them. In fact, I very much dislike them. And in most contexts, uh, I don't think they belong anywhere near a single-player game. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. And mm-hmm. I think loot crates are the worst thing ever. I've played games with loot crates before, and it's awful because I just want that one particular gun. And instead of just letting me pay the $2 for that gun, you're making me pay or earn in-game credits for the chance at maybe getting that gun, but most likely getting a bunch of other worthless crap. Yep. And I don't like I don't like the system, and that's a system designed to get people to pay more than they want to pay for what they want. And that's that's my big issue with it. And I really haven't a problem when you have a $60 game and that's also pay to win on top of that. I paid $60 for somebody to be able to pay another $60 and then make the game unfun for me because I can't compete with that. And 
that's what, from what I understand, that's what they were doing. And if you want to blame EA or DICE, and what I've heard from most people uh, who've interacted with EA before, and, and I can even, in some loose tangential way, say that, you know, I've worked on, I've worked for a gaming studio before who had published from, by EA. Mm-hmm. And w- mostly what I find EA does wrong the most, and I've, I've heard this expressed before, and it was even um, some of the Bioware guys used to say, is like, EA give you enough rope to hang yourself. And and so I don't necessarily distrust Dice in this to be. And now I know they're owned by Dice, and so it's all a part of the same two-headed, five-headed monster that e- EA's become. Uh, Dice is owned by EA. Yeah. So right. yeah. yeah, but like I, I guess parent EA just basically says, "All right, Dice, make us money." Yeah. And so if Dice comes up with the system, EA's like, "All right, that's our system. That's what we're doing." And then it turns into this, and so, and I don't know who's exactly to blame. But again, even if you are going to blame Dice, you're still blaming EA. So. I entirely blame EA. They are a monstrous company that just absorbs smaller studios, shuts them down when they don't mm. make enough money. And yeah, their I, their I, track I, record certainly speaks for itself. Yeah, you're trying to remain bipartisan, like neutral and like unbiased. I fully blame EA. I think they are an absolute atrocity of a company. And uh, I'm sure even Bass would say this because he's a very pro business. Uh, whenever we talk about something like this, um, yes, their job as a company is to make money. But so was Martin Scarelli's job was to make money, and he what multiplied the price of EpiPens by like a oh, yeah. thousand. That so asshole. There's plenty of ways to make money. It's shitty, immoral ways of doing it, but you still make money. Oh, listen, I'm not, I'm not defending what they were doing yeah. in Battlefront. That was some crap. And if if I was somebody who was a fan of Star Wars, I would be really upset that that was the system I was being tossed into. But that's the thing. If it wasn't for Star Wars, they wouldn't be so bold as to do this because they know Star Wars is yeah. going to sell. It, it's if like the, they wanted to do Overwatch, but they screwed it up. No, well, Overwatch is even that bad. It's you can't buy stuff directly, and Overwatch is all cosmetic, which oh, I'm cosmetic? fine with. Yeah, Overwatch yeah, well, then, is entirely then why don't cosmetic. They just do that because if you if it's all cosmetic, people get like biased and they're like, all right, it's like Overwatch. It's like all right, if I get something cool, whatever. But if it's skill-based, if it forces you to get better at this and it makes you automatically better, then, yeah, it's pay to win. People will pay to be better because yeah. they want to win more than I, they want to save money. I very much dislike pay to win, especially yeah. when there was already a paywall just to get in the game in the first place. Exactly. People are more okay with this being on mobile games when they're free. But if you have to pay mm-hmm. $60 and then pay another 2000 to just get all the shit so you're actually on a level playing field with everyone else, it's that's not okay. It's just yeah. not okay. It, it reminds me a lot of the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, which was, for all intents and purposes, a really fun multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But I, there were certain guns I wanted to get that I never got, and there were certain characters I wanted to unlock that I never unlocked. And they even had it worse, where you'd have to continue to unlock to do anything visually with the character or any any kind of visual yeah. changes and, and upgrades. And I just, I don't like that system. That system is designed to try to get you to pay money, and they make it. It, it's like such a small dollar amount that it makes you just, oh, well, it's just a li- it's just $2. It's just $2. It's just $2. Well, that's $2. why people are trying to uh, levy like laws and class action lawsuits against us saying it's gambling because it's, you know, just a little bit and entices you and it's hitting that part of your brain. And yeah. once you start calling it gambling, you're getting into a real tough gray area and a really slippery slope. So, like, I, I don't, I no, can't really comment because, about that because it's yeah. such a mess. But that's what people part are trying of the issue, to do it. Yeah. You can't. C- and if if you call it gambling, you still get something. That's that's so what then, the biggest. So then, yeah, uh, the other things that would have is. to also be called gambling is is a, a road we don't want to go down. But 
Yeah, I, I think it's real messy. Safe to say, EA made the wrong decision. They stood by that decision for too long. They're still by. They still haven't yeah. said anything about I mean, it. I mean, here's here's the deal. Like, just just take any blame, take anything else out of it. Just just look at it from in a sterile vacuum. They instituted a program that the consumers they were selling to didn't like, and they're still trying to push that because mm-hmm. they're trying they're trying to see if they can still make enough money to offset the the ill will towards those consumers. Yeah. And I think, I think if you look at it from a business perspective, okay, business got a business. Okay. So you business by giving the consumer what they want and, and finding a more effective and better way and a way that it would provide a lot better goodwill to make your money. And oh, games like overwatch and destiny show that that can happen. You can do it. There's lots of games that do that. Yeah, and it's hard. It's extremely hard. But if you're an EA, you got the kind of resources to get it right. Oh, for sure. And to go one step further, it just didn't get as much blowback, I would think, because it's not Star Wars property and it wasn't as such an egregious level as uh, Battlefront is. But Activision, I don't know which one exactly, but the newest Call of Duty, they have incentives. They will match you up. They patented a system of matchmaking for online play to match you up with better players than you, like higher yeah. skill level players. And then when you die, they showcase the weapon that killed you. So that way you are incented, you have an incentive to buy that weapon and to pay for it. And a way they generate, uh, credits so you can buy loot boxes is if you watch box openings, all those like opening videos that like f- are all over YouTube, like toy opening and loot crate opening stuff. If you watch someone else open loot crates in the game, you build up a little bit of credit. So that's more advertising. To incentivize you to buy those crates. Holy shit, they are on yeah, top of their game with that shit. There has it's to be better sickening. ways. To, I mean, listen, I understand you need the payer to pay you money to keep the servers running so that the more people can are, pay you money. But, but these there's games a way are incredibly to do successful. it. Yeah, there, the, this you isn't can like do it in a better way than what what's been doing, and, and it's, it's, it feels like they're trying to get blood from a stone sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I'm sure there's a good explanation somewhere. That started or at least started as a good explanation, but then when when the end result is something that just turns your stomach, you have to look and say, somebody, come up with something better, because you can't just keep creating ill will towards people. Eventually, they're not just going to buy it, and then you get battles, uh, you get this battlefield or battle story. I forgot the name of the game we're talking about. I'm getting <laughs> Battlefront. So about battlefront. You get Battlefront, yeah. and it, it just come up with something better. You're you're a big business. You you have the resources and you have the research. And there's a lot of I don't know. I'm 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 trivializing it. I'm sure, but when when I as somebody who's not even into Star Wars look at this and say, just the way in which your system is created makes me not even want to pick up this game and try it. That has to say something. Yeah, I don't even want to play any EA game ever again. Like I don't care what game I'm missing. I'm just I'm done with yeah. them. Uh, I'm done with you know what? And you know what, Brent? No. You are exercising the ultimate right of the consumer and voting with your wallet. And I, for one, yeah. applaud you. Thank you. It's not necessarily my wallet that's voting. It's that the lack of the wallet's voting because I'm poor. <laughs> there we go. All right. I think that was a <laughs> Sorry, way to wrap this one up. Uh, but let's play some what's that sound quick. Sure. All right. Alright, so we're playing What's That Sound. I have, uh, actually, well, three sounds for us, but one of them has a helper sound. So 
Let's get started with sound number one now. That does not help me at all. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> That's oh, just orchestral no. music. That's I feel no. like there's nothing identifiable. The in that. only the thing is though, it's it's the first sound you hear when you turn on the game, and oh man, it doesn't uh, that 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 vibe. Give, you guys are just talking about comics. It's got it's got to do with <laughs> comics. Okay, okay, that's a good hit. Then. All right, yeah, because uh, I was gonna say Skyrim. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. not. A, I'm not guessing All that. Right, that's not that my guess. Of course, I don't know. It probably. All right, was it one um, of those X Men fighting games? Played a few of those. No, there haven't been that many good ones. Like, there's X Men Next Dimension, but that was like GameCube yeah. era. Yeah, well, that earlier. Uh, yeah, we ha- you have to go back to GameCube era to get. Well, people like Marvel versus Capcom, but I don't think that. Yeah, that wouldn't be X Men. Like, yeah. no, nah, that wouldn't be that game. Yeah. Um. I'm oh say, man, I should have had a helper sound for this. What were you gonna guess? Sorry. Can I guess like a franchise? Yes, and I'll be like, that's how this game works. Okay. Uh, one of the Arkham games, Arkham City Asylum Night Origins. No. Oh, that's complicated because okay, well here's the here's the bottom line. It's not an Arkham game, but it is it's a, a Batman, Batman game. game. Got all right. All right, hang hang on. Let me let me just. It's listen. got that. It feels brooding and ominous. <laughs> I've played so many of these. Was this from Dark Tomorrow? No. I'll count it as a guess. I mean, you guys already sort of win because you said Batman, but like, I'll definitely, let's just play it out and see if you can get to the nitty gritty of which game it is. I got a strong feeling we've already said it. We have, Brent. That's how this game works. <laughs> but like, it's weird because you pick these sounds out way ahead of time and not is it from while the Telltale we're... game. It is. There you go. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, well it, done. It's it's funny you say that, Doug, because I actually thought to myself after I was playing episode two. You know, I'm really upset that the music in this game is so unremarkable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that just uh, hit the nail on the head. It's fair. I didn't know because I haven't played it. So yeah. no, because that is totally yeah. Fair. Yeah, I I really thought about. It. I was like, you know what? The, the, I'm not really a big fan of the music from this game. And I thought about it as I, they were doing the intro for episode two. That I just there was nothing that said Batman about it to me. And it, just to show in a vacuum, I listened to that and nothing about it said Batman to me. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. To- no. I and as if like I never played the game myself, so I wasn't sure. Like, is this really that iconic to the player? And I I considered having a backup sound, but I'm like. No, this is going to be a tough quiz, but no, you guys got it, so you got yeah. sound number one for to, sure. To play Devil's Advocate, though, and be fair to Telltale Games, Doug will pick some of my favorite game sounds, like some sounds from my favorite games of all time, and I still don't know what they are. That's so. yeah. <laughs> totally fair. This game's a bitch. Uh, it's t- it's a lot tougher than people think, so stop true. judging it's- me, especially Nick. Get yeah. off my ass. Oh, God. This there is a go. hard game. I This this is the worst part about coming on your show, is that I know that <laughs> I'm going to have to get one of these quizzes Quiz. or something, and everyone's going to yeah. know what an idiot I actually am. So You know what's funny, though? For a little while there, one-track gamers would do it, but they would play the sounds backwards, and I'm like, that's even fucking harder, because it's basically Jesus. like... 
but it'd be like iconic ass like Mario theme, but backwards. Yeah. And it's like, what? Even still, it's like, what the fuck? That was super hard. But I, just, yeah. I liked when they would do that because it was pretty and, fun to try to guess. Yeah. No, I can't stand like, with the Dreamcast, though. That just drives me up the wall. Uh, I love it. <laughs> they, they don't uh, know enough actors do. to do Dreamcast. <laughs> that's fucking like, <laughs> that's fucking. It's all Scarlett Johansson, guys. Come on. <laughs> also with this game, the sounds are also fully up to Doug's discretion. So it's like what game, what sounds he thinks are iconic are a yeah. lot different than what I well, think are iconic. I sometimes I just go with like who's going to be on tonight. So that's what I was thinking tonight. So maybe that'll help you guys out. So right. that's I always try to think that, and I always get it wrong. Still, okay. yeah. Let's I'm just move bad on at this game. To sound number that. two. Sound number two doesn't have a helper sound. So let's start with two A now. I feel like I've played this, but I, I couldn't narrow it down. I've, I've heard this sound. Of course. And the thing is, with that, I was thinking to myself, like, God damn it, Doug, talk about a hard game. That's literally like three seconds or some shit. And Seven, like, yeah. how's anyone going to be like, oh, I can disting- distinguish what that is? I think you can, though, because that is another one. Like, right when you start up the fucking game, like that sound, I'm like, what the fuck? I feel like that one would leave an impression on the player. And unfortunately, it's a game I have not played. But I've okay. heard good things. Um, but this the helper sound is way more elaborate, and I think we'll like give you guys more context of what the game is. We okay. can get there though after a guess or two. Um, yeah. Do you know if we've played it? Like, do you know definitively like me or Greg have played it? I think. Well, that's the problem. I'm fairly sure I recall Greg bringing it up on a previous stream. Like you were hanging out while I was streaming Rocket League, and you said something about this game. But I'm not sure okay. if you successfully I've, played it. Man, I this sounds. I, I know that I can't think of the game, but I I know I've heard that sound before, and I'm oh, see I don't even have a good guess. That's the, th- the and, tough and, thing and because it. the first game was Batman. Now I'm just thinking Arkham, and I I don't I'm, it wasn't Arkham, so I don't oh I'm thinking I, comic book games, but I feel like like it was only the first one. Yeah, I would never do like another like one Batman Telltale Batman and then another Batman game. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that's not right. Oh, what else have I told you I play? I gotta stop telling you crap, Doug. That's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. I was like referring to the previous stream being like, oh man, I'll make a what's it sound out of this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it could be in God of War, but I feel like that would be... No, I haven't mentioned to him God of War, I don't think. Okay. So that's not a guess because Doug didn't tell me if that was wrong or right. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's out. that's spitballing with Greg. Um, <laughs> yes. Now I'm just. I'm not even looking at the sound anymore. Now I'm just trying to think. All right. So what have I told Doug that I've played? Oh fuck! No, you can't do this. <laughs> I'm metagaming it, Doug. Yeah, that's uh, what I do. You gave too much of a hint. I did. Uh-huh. Do you know if I've played it, Doug? I'm gonna definitively say no, but I think it's okay. one of those like games that stirs up enough like people are like oh this is a good game that you mm-hmm. might have seen a playthrough or some some of it i'm not sure yeah. i never got around to it but so I, I, actually, I don't know doug i know in the last stream i was on with you i specifically told you i've played two games this calendar year that's Those are true. the two i've already discussed on this podcast <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna go ahead and say life is strange before the <laughs> storm that's my guess <laughs> fair enough Oh, it's fucking hilarious, but no, that's not it, obviously. All right, we're going to move on to the helper sound. Let's that's one guess. B. That's what I mean. Uh, we'll save the two. For, you might need okay. it still. Uh, yeah. But this is a longer clip. It's like nearly 30 seconds, so let's let this one ride out. Let me know what you think afterwards. What's going on? Where's my sister going? It's fine. She just can't take a joke. It was just a prank, Han. 
Oh, I know what it is. Do? Oh, damn it. Yeah, I did say I played this. You, shark. Yeah. Hannah. Hannah. So, should we go after her? You know, I kind of think you're the last person she wants to see right now, Mike. Yeah, I definitely know what this is. No, I know. You're right. I know. I know exactly what it is, and you're right. I mentioned it in your stream the last time yes. I was in. And you're, you're also right, Doug. Right. I yeah. haven't played it, but I have seen a let's play of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, spill the beans. Uh, until you, you, dawn. Yeah, it's until yes, dawn. Yeah, it really is. Fantastic. You're exactly right. And until yeah, dawn. that that like boom in the beginning is like it's yeah. The totem. Like the no, you're right. It. It's a game I've played, oh, it's opening, and yeah. I mentioned it in your streams. Woo! All right. Yeah. So, but hey, you guys are still winning. So, you actually, you just won the game, but let's see if you get the hat trick, which honestly, uh, this is a joke at this fucking point. Let's just play sound number three. Oh, yeah. Gee, I want to be in stuff. <laughs> do, do you have a guess, Greg? Uh, is it from Telltale's Batman? <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Life is strange. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, it was funny that that was the one that you called for number two, and I'm like, I, it's right around the corner here. That's the thing. I love the music. You picked from the three games, series. the three games that I casually dropped in the I last. said. That's what I mean. I I struggle when I I was like I have to throw something together. So let's see if we can. And hey, yeah. you guys crushed it. So hey, you knew all it the worked. sounds from the games you've been playing, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug knows not to pick sounds of games I've played because even if I played them five minutes before we started the podcast, I still wouldn't get it right. Oh god! Or if we talk about it. But hey, that's what's that sound. So many times, so many times have I said it in game. It's like it's definitely not this, and it is that. Oh, God, God damn! I, I hate this game. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap this one up and do some yeah. plugs. Uh, Greg, where can our listeners find you and your podcast and and uh, your website? All right. So if you want any more of my content or my sister podcast articles, interviews, reviews, videos, check out enthusiacs.com. You can also find us Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for Enthusiacs. Excellent. And how about you, Bren? I'm ABTS Brendan on Twitter. And if you want to listen to our brother podcast, <laughs> listen to Bomo Setter Dan Islands. <laughs> oh, you're doing this bit again? <laughs> I love this so much. God damn. <laughs> Someone enjoys it. Yeah, there we go. It's worth it, Bren. Um, and uh, listener, oh wait, actually, before we we do our final plug, I, oh, there's right. one thing I wanted to bring up, and we I almost forgot. We had on. Well, it's actually part of plug. So one thing you can do as a listener is send us a voicemail, and we started doing that recently. So if you go to almostbetterthansilence.com/slash/contact. There's like a little thing. You click on a button. It records your your audio. You type in your email, and it sends it to us. And we can play it on the show. Like we're about to do. Uh, we have Diep. I sure do like cats. Always hanging out on our Twitch stream. 
She sent us our first voicemail and she trolls us right off the bat and then sends us a stumper. So we're going to answer the stumper, but here, listener, check it out. <clears throat> According to all known laws of aviation, there is no way a bee should be able to fly. Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off the ground. The bee, of course, flies anyway, because bees don't care what humans think is possible. Yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Oh, black and yellow. Let's shake it up a little. Barry, breakfast is ready. Humming. Hang on a second. Hello? Barry? Adam? Okay, I'm not doing the rest of the B-movie script. Bye, guys. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> if I have to do a stumper, what is the moment that you realized you were no longer a child in, like, the sense that you had to take responsibility for your actions? Yeah, so she trolls us with like 30 solid seconds of the B-movie script, and then she goes into a stumper, which is... Fucking B-movie script. Yeah. All right. I I watch a streamer called Octopimp, and he does a thing where he plays the first three minutes of the B-movie script. And if that's not a clear, direct reference to that, then goddammit, cats, I am amazed of that coincidence. But, oh, I was so upset when I first heard that. (laughs) That's fantastic, though. Thank you for sending something in, Cats. Great. And yeah, your stumper. As for your stumper, when was the first moment we realized we're oh. not a child and there's consequences for our actions or something? Um, I think it was when I heard your question because I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm an adult now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why'd you remind me? Um, no, how I about you guys? I think it was when I killed that guy and I was tried as an adult in the oh, court God of law. It. No. Um, and it was with Judge Gregg. <laughs> he threw the book at me um i for me i was always the oldest in my group of friends growing up like by like a few months but that was enough where i turned 16 before everyone else and had a driver's license and i was driving everyone around and i was never more terrified in my life than when i was driving with my friends not because they were like messing with me or anything but just the idea of like i've seen so many terrible movies or like bad like drunk driving ads where like distracted driving ads Or it's like, oh, yeah, this is so much fun. Oh, I hit a rock. And then everyone's dead. And it's like, I know if anything happens, it's on me because I was the driver. So I would say probably when I was like 17 or so and I got my license driving around on my own. That was probably the first time I was like, fuck this. Like, this is my responsibility now. This is all on me. Yeah, I can relate to that pretty hard. Yeah. Greg? Well, I mean, it's. I'm trying to think of times when I'm really take responsibility now i I started to think of you know while i was in the navy you know i was i was a sailor i was stood officer of the deck i was in charge of the lives of all the different people on board while i was standing officer deck but then we talked about a naval officer drawing a penis in the sky so (laughs) i don't think i can necessarily point to the navy and saying look i was in the navy clearly i I made adult decisions but yeah (laughs) so so now that that's been shot, I, I would say, and not to get too heavy, but probably the, the one moment when you finally realize, like, th- this is it. Like, it is it is time to actually be an adult because other people count on you is when I became a dad. I mean, there's 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 no one else at that point. You're you're the guy, you know, you're the dad. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, I don't I can't I can't shirk the responsibility. There is a human being that relies on me for life. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's the big one, and I know that's the obvious answer and the low hanging fruit, but yeah, I mean that that's where it comes from. Is you know w- once you realize that you you need to shape a new human being and try to teach her 
a worldview and try to raise her to be a contributing member of, of this this community we live in, that's huge. And you can't screw that up because man, you see other people screw that up all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you okay. can, you just don't want you to. You can, yeah. yeah. You you don't, I don't want to be the person that screws it up as bad as the other people I've seen screw it up because I have seen some other people screw it up. Although if you ever, if you ever, listeners out there, if you think you're a bad parent, just go to Walmart. Just, oh, just go to Walmart uh, and just look around and think, I'm not doing too bad. I'm yeah. all right. Just Google image search terrible tattoos, and you're just like, oh, man, I feel great. I didn't <laughs> do point. that. Very good that's point. A, I hope, that's I hope we help cats. Part. Yeah. So there um, you go, yeah. cats. So if you if you want to become an adult, just have a kid. <laughs> oh, God. No. 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 Wait. No. I, feel, I feel like that was bad advice. <laughs> oh, She's yes, in high school. Don't do that. Yes. Oh. None of this. <laughs> yeah. Don't. No, do, not, not, do not do that, cats. Never. In fact, never have children. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's probably don't. also bad advice. Yeah. I don't know. Just I don't know. For my 18th debatable. birthday, I I got myself a birthday gift and got a vasectomy on myself. So, yeah. I mean, did you I've really? made my choice because they usually won't unless you've been able to satisfy their questionnaire. I mean, I was drunk in the backseat of my friend's car and he had a pair of gardening shears. So I think oh, that's what yeah. a vasectomy. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'm also a eunuch. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't bring that up before. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, just gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but other safety tip for those out there: if you do want a vasectomy, you do need to at least demonstrate to the urologist that you're done having kids and that you have a reasonable reason. Otherwise, they won't do it. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's good. I I know that is. through or methods that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> no, <laughs> God damn it. Don't even don't even rely on pulling out Wiricon. Just wrap it up. Just yes. super simple. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. And that's don't be the a more advice segment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but the final plug, uh, if you like our show, uh, you can tune in to us while we stream it live on Twitch every Friday at 10 p.m. ish. If we can't do it, we'll tweet about it and stuff. So definitely come hang out with us. Uh, twitch.tv slash ABT silence. What? You can hear all the stuff that Doug cuts out because we oh go my on God. for way too long. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a edit, but it's going to be a great episode when it's all said and done. Yeah. But thanks for tuning in, guys. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, ABT silence. Check shit out. Um, we'll be back next week. Have a good one. See you. Later.